I can't begin to explain how upsetting, yet how proud I feel of the Philadelphia Union after yesterday. Everything that happened yesterday was absolutely heartbreaking, and this goes up there in franchise history. I think to me, yesterday was the most heartbreaking loss in Union history. This goes above those open final losses. You consider the fact that COVID, at the worst possible time, killed us. You had this game for 60 minutes. You looked like the better team. You got lucky from an own goal. Then NYCFC took advantage and got two goals in the final 30 minutes. I should say 25 minutes. It sucks. It really, really, really sucks. But as us Philly sports fans grow more fond to the sport, you understand that in soccer, there is no nothing fair. And it can really be gut-wrenching sometimes being a soccer fan. Although I'm upset that we're going to be watching the MLS Cup from home and we lost to a team that, I'll put it, put it bluntly, I fucking hate. I am nothing, nothing but proud of the Philadelphia Union. These guys were without 11 players, five key starters, or the reason why we even got to this place to begin with. I don't think the NYCFC was the better team. I don't. This is what it is. And he lost the game. And we have to live with that. Oh, boy. I didn't mean to start off with somber, guys. But as I'm watching the highlights and getting ready for this video, it's it, it truly hurts. It, it really does hurt. But we have to discuss it. Not only will we be talking about yesterday's game, we'll talk about the COVID situation more in depth because there are some things that we need to consider here. Um, and kind of preview the, the offseason. We won't go in deep into the offseason. I know it sucks. We're talking offseason now with the Philadelphia Union. But... Um, we got we got you need to talk about here, guys. Before we dive forward, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into this video, please, guys, if you're watching this live on DSM Media or on El Parcero Philly's YouTube channel, do me the solid, hit that like button, and subscribe to the channel. We talk Philly sports all the damn time on both platforms, so make sure you guys hit the subscribe button and never miss any of this Philly sports content. May especially make sure you guys do check out DSM Media. Is that we are a part of DSM Media? What's up, YouTube? What's up, Facebook? What's up, TikTok? What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? We got some union talk to discuss here. As we all know, yesterday was not able to be in attendance for the union match. Maybe that's why we lost, because I wasn't there. But I don't know how I've been able to handle that heartbreak in person, to be honest with you. Um, I was actually watching. So I watched the first half from within MetLife Stadium. I would say maybe the first 30 minutes I watched within MetLife Stadium. I was sitting in my seat in the stands watching the Eagles beat the Jets as I'm watching down as the Union are playing NYCFC in the Eastern Conference Finals. And when we got to the parking lot, I put it on my phone. We were, you know, chilling in the parking lot, eating some hoagies uh, and just watching some uh, some soccer while we we're waiting for traffic to die down and waiting for this match to end. Um, and it was heartbreaking. It was absolutely heartbreaking. It was co- It got cold. Obviously, it was nighttime and the parking lot was almost empty and there I was sitting there wondering what if, wondering what if we were healthy, uh, what if I was there, uh, what if Jim made some subs earlier. Yes, we'll talk about that in a second. But what if I have to ask what if? And and it's just it is what it is. But uh, for the game, I just really wanted to commend all 
any of those uni fans that went to that match yesterday, you guys absolutely did a fucking fantastic job. I'm so proud of you guys to sell out that crowd, show the MLS, show the world what Philadelphia soccer is. You guys killed it. And, and I can't thank you guys enough because it sucks when I'm there. I make myself known. I'm loud. I chant for the whole 90 minutes as much as I can. And you guys did an absolutely great job of representing this team, the city, and putting it on the map. It really made NYCFC's life a living hell. And the 200 fans that were complaining, there's not enough seats. You guys were there, and you guys didn't really make any impact because you guys really weren't loud. For my my sources, my sources within the stadium, that's pretty much what was said. But look, through like I said, the first 60 minutes, I really felt like the Union played really well. They had some nice opportunities. They got the ball moving up and down. We'll talk about the issue at hand again with the a little bit later. I really felt through those first 60 minutes, you need a good job of moving the ball against a solid NYCFC team. And on the counter with that, NYCFC, one of the best teams with possession, they still play that heavy possession type of soccer style that you see only with like a Manchester City and a Pep Guardiola team, that ticky-tacky type of stuff. Not so much ticky-tacky. There's There are some implements of the ticky-tacky. Uh, attack with NYCFC, but they did a really good job of keeping the ball away from the Union, and especially in that final third, they they know they love to move the ball fast. They try to find those open outlets with all those passes, and it's it is so tough to watch. As as a soccer fan, I love watching heavy possession. I know it's something you don't see a lot in soccer today, but just watching those quick, short, precise passes, it's beautiful to watch. And NYCFC is one of the last teams, at least in the NFC and the MLS, that does run that. Everyone's moving to a more defensive style. It's cheaper to build a team that way when you have uh forwards and and midfielders who are defensive oriented um and develop some good defenders that's that's why a lot of teams are doing that around the world that's why the union are doing that honestly um uh, but it's something about that style of play is so much fun to watch and of course the union struggle in the second half um all the scoring happened in the second half um we got ourselves our first goal in the 63rd minute uh daniel gazdak with a great cross into the zone uh, into the box where Casper Shabilko was alone there, defended by Alexander Collins. And Collins uh, tried to make a play, but it was a play that derailed him and and, and uh, kind of put NYCFC in a tough spot. Uh, it was an own goal, thanks to Alexander Collins, and and the sub went absolutely ballistic. I saw this. I saw the the clips. Everyone went wild as they should. Early one nothing lead against NYCFC, and at that point, it's you know let's bunker bunker down and let's 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 steal this point. Let's let's steal this win away. Let's move on to the MLS Cup. But unfortunately, I feel like the Union just looked ahead a little bit too quickly, and uh, ninety seconds later, <laughs> it was a weird circumstance. Uh, was it Medina had a shot on goal, or Morales had a shot on goal? The other Morales, uh, and then a nice save by Matt Freeze, and then the ball found Maxi Morales on the left side. And I, I'll say this: I believe if Andre Blake was starting, he would have been able to block that shot. But there was no way that Matt Freeze was able to stop that. And that was the that was the equalizer. Maxi Morales killing the Union again, uh, and it was one to one. So now we're at a one to one game for about 25 minutes, and it's about closing out this game and let's move forward and let's get to the MLS Cup, right? Um, well, wrong. Um, and I'll, this is where I will come at Jim Curtin. You know, throughout these whole playoffs, you've noticed it's been true to the games of chess match, knowing when to use the right subs, uh, waiting towards the end of the game for the subs, anticipating that we would go into extra times. 
But in this type of circumstance, I don't think you should have used that type of mentality simply because of the fact that we're going up against an NYCFC club that clearly is better than us because of the circumstance at hand. You got to be aggressive. You got to put all your chips in. What do you have to lose? Because regardless, whether you're aggressive or not and you lose, you're still going home. So why not just go out with a freaking bang? And he puts out all of his subs really freaking late, like in the other games, thinking like we're going to go into an extra time and have some fresh legs in the extra time. But that just wasn't the case. Uh, NYCFC did a good job of pressing uh, the back line in, in the latter minutes. And Baiza with a bat, with a... Uh, with a with a with a mistake, he turned the ball over, and then the cross in finds Talis uh, Mang, Mang, Magno, and um, Nathan Harrell, who literally a minute before had an, a nice opportunity to get the game winner from a nice cross from Jose Brujo Martinez. He hits the ball a little bit too high. Then you come back on the other side. He gets beat by Talis Magno, um, and there's not much that Matt Fries can do there. A simple cross, and NYCFC got the difference maker in the 88th minute. Um, I can't really, I'm not going to kill Nathan Harrell. I thought he did a great job in the game. I think he, every time he comes in the game, the speed is something you absolutely notice. Who is fast as freaking lightning? And he provides that extra oomph in the attack. He provides that, that speed that you need sometimes in that attack. That's why he was able to stick in from behind and get a nice header on that opportunity there and near the end. And he made a mistake. He's a young kid, and I, 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 I'm so looking forward to him next season, getting some more quality minutes with this team. Hopefully, he be, can move into that backup role. Um, you're considering the fact that he's playing a position that where he normally doesn't. He's playing left back. He's usually the right back. And you, he, he, uh, it was, it was tough there for him. But <sighs> 88th minute goal. That's not much you can do there. And that was really pretty much it. Um, he, Jim put Fontana in really late. Uh, in the 88th minute, and there's not much that you can do there. And NYCFC win the game. They're celebrating on our freaking pitch. You heard Jim after the game explaining how mad he was for the fact that you know you're in our you're in the locker room and you hear over in the away locker room and they're celebrating and he called them out. You know, you're you're I'm sitting here hearing the New York City oil money team celebrating, which is absolutely hilarious. And I absolutely love that. I, I respect the fuck out of Jim for for voicing his opinion, being real with all of us. It sucks. We're upset that we lost. And Jim is just voicing how everyone is feeling right now. Look, credit to NYCFC, and I said it earlier, I'm not going to discredit it. Like, he deserved to win. Absolutely. You took care of business. That, that, that's what it is. You took care of business. Um, but the fact of the matter is, the Union were without 11 players. We'll get to the whole COVID situation, but it is what it is. Let's, let, let me get to some points here on the game. Um, look, you were without 11 players, but most of your attack, was still intact. I mean, you still had Jose Martinez, you saw uh, Jamiro Montero, Daniel Gazdak, Jack McGlynn is a, has has shown that he's a really good player. Yo, he had this one pass. Like the dude's vision and his touch on the pitch is ridiculous for an 18 year old kid. He's he he gets this ball that's coming up from from up top, and he's got Jose Brujo running on the outlet, and he does this little tap on the side of his foot and gets it right to El Brujo and keeps that ball and that and that attack going. The dude is going to be an absolute stud, not only in this league. I expect his future will be in Europe at one point of his career. The dude is ridiculously good already at 18 years old, and it's it's really great. But again, your most of your attack was intact. The main part that was really hurt from this COVID situation was the fact that you missed three-fourths of your, your back line along with your your 
stud star goalkeeper and Andre Blake. And yet the union still did a solid job. But again, I really feel like the union could have won if they would have just had a better number nine. And we're going to talk about this all season. But again, throughout the playoffs, that's why I said it was so hard for the union, regardless of the scare. It's so hard for the union to advance when you don't have a threat and attack like that. You literally got to this point with one of the best defenses in MLS history, and you got to the Eastern Conference Finals. But if you want to win in this league, it has been proven throughout the last couple seasons, you need that killer to score those goals or at least to create those goal opportunities. Daniel Gazek is that, but he needs to play with someone else. Daniel Gazek, since he's gotten here, has gotten much better. He's acclimated himself to his game and has shown why the union spent a DP contract on a Daniel Gazek. But he needs to play with the number nine who's not slow in attack, who reacts much quicker than him and is way more clinical than Casper Shabilko. Love Casper. Great dude. Amazing human being. But I'm done with the Casper Shabilko experiment. And that was a great bargain. You got the guy off a free transfer. But if you want to win an MLS Cup, you need to spend two to five million dollars at least. At that's the minimum for a guy who's going to put away those goals. And it's a problem right now. It is an absolute problem. I still think that you should have been able to score more goals yesterday, despite despite missing the key players in your in your deep in your in your back line. But the fact that Casper is who he is, it, it, it was a problem. And even look at the goal. Like, look at the lone goal by the Union. It was a good defensive play by Alexander Kalins, but unfortunately, he just made a mistake. And then Casper gets looked like the hero. But that was a great uh, crossing, guys. Kalins on a, a mistake, and and uh, the Union got on the board. But Casper, other than that, I mean, what the hell did he do? There was, a, there was an incident in the first half of Jamiro with a great setup pass to Casper Shabilko. He's not able to finish. And this is what we're talking about when it comes to Casper Shabilko. It's so frustrating. It is absolutely so frustrating watching him play soccer because he is a problem. It, it's the missing piece. So uh, once we get into this all season, we're going to talk about it all, all season long. But it, it, it's definitely a problem here. But. Uh, obviously, the subs, like I mentioned, you got it. You have to be much quicker with that. You can't be. You can't take risk. You can't play that chess match you played in the Nashville and the New York games because there's more talent on the other side than what you had against New York. And the New York um, substitutions, they were really good. Obviously, uh, Talis Magno had the game winner. He was someone that came in late into the game. Um, but Goodmandar uh, Thorinson, which I'm always I'm going to mispronounce these, and uh, Ismail Tajori uh, Sharardi. They both had impacts on this game as well. The NYCFC, NYCFC stepped up when it was needed most at the end of the game. Their subs did a better job. And at the end of the day, they took advantage. After after six, after I would say 70 minutes, the union's gas, gas and tank started going a little bit lower and lower. And NYCFC just it, they 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 upped the the ante. And that's pretty much uh, what what happened. I'm not gonna kill Matt Freeze either. Um, I, I felt like Matt Freeze did a good job. I keep I, everyone knows me. I love me some Matty Freeze. I think he is the future of this team, um, and that is super unfortunate. But let's talk about the COVID situation. So, if you guys are on Twitter, you guys know if you're a Uni fan, you know who Kevin Kincaid is. Absolutely great person. Love me some Kevin Kincaid, um, and he's a really good reporter in general. He's been following this whole COVID situation, uh, the whole ticket situation with NYCFC as well. He's had some great articles, but. Uh, he had a drop an article here today kind of explaining the whole COVID situation with the union. Um, and there's some really two good points that I wanted to bring up here today. The f- number one, 
I said it before the playoffs. I hate the fact before the playoffs we have to go to World Cup qualifications. Now, one one root of the issue, possibly, with the COVID situation was the fact that Olivier Mbaizo and Jamiro Montero went over to Africa for World Cup qualifications and represented both uh, Cape Verde and Cameroon, respectively. Jamiro representing Cape Verde, Cape Verde and Olivier Mbaizo representing Cameroon. Cameroon had to go play in South Africa and Johannesburg to face off against uh, South Africa for a World Cup qualifying match. There is a big COVID outbreak going on right now in South Africa, and they got infected as well. Um, I believe there was a player on Cameroon who plays for Bayern München who who uh, created an outbreak in Bayern München as well. If you don't know who Bayern München is, Google something because it's a really big club around the world. Um, and then there's a player over in Seattle from who plays for Cameroon, and he got affected as well, and he missed the first playoff game for Seattle as well. Uh, Jamiro, I don't think there was any real cases over there, but it's clear that Cameroon was the one that really um, had the issue. Now, here's the thing. When they both came back, Jamiro and, and Olivier were both placed on the COVID protocol, and they both missed that first Red Bull game, the first playoff game. So they follow the COVID protocol. But, you know... Something happened, and, and, and one thing led to another. Someone contracted it as well, which led to another, which led to another. Um, and that's when you had 11 key players you know, out for yesterday's game. Now, here's the other issue besides that. Apparently, from what Jim said, it was frustrating that what happened yesterday happened because of the fact that Jim had 11 players sit at home who were completely fine and that were completely able to play in yesterday's game. So that leads to my other point. Look, COVID is a thing that we've had to live through almost two years now. Like, it, it's something that we now are accustomed to, and especially in sports. I mean, like, us Philly sports fans just went with it, went through it with the Sixers. But I think that all these leagues need to revise their COVID protocols because I don't think that 11 players had COVID yesterday. I think because of the protocols haven't been revised since COVID started in the MLS, they were out. I don't think that all of those players should have been out. And the MLS needs to revise that. The other problem, too, is the fact that there have been other games this season in the MLS that have been postponed because of COVID. You had the LAFC Colorado match a couple months ago that got postponed because of COVID. Yet they didn't want to postpone the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, I'm not going to, I don't sit here and talk about conspiracies and, and all this other stuff. You know, life is life. You know, I'm not going to blame anything on anything else, but. I do think that, yes, NYCFC, with the money that they do put into the MLS, um, I think that they wanted to go with the, go along with the game. I am going to say that. Yes, I am definitely 100% going to say that. But, look, it is what it is. Can't control these things, especially COVID. It's just bad luck. It is just flat-out bad luck. And for everyone who wants to blame Olivia Bizo for what happened uh, yesterday, shut the fuck up, honestly. And I'm saying that respectfully. Shut the fuck up. You cannot control COVID. Olivia Bizo followed the COVID protocol. And let's, dude, just think of it as a human being. You don't think that Olivia is crushed after yesterday? Like, I'm seeing Nathan, and I, and I want to give Nate a hug right now. And I know he's crushed after yesterday, missing the missing the goal, then, and then a bad defense and, and allowing that goal to the man, mango, mango, whatever is. We'll call him mango. But Olivia Bizo. He understands that a lot of people are probably going to blame him for this COVID situation, despite you shouldn't. And then number two, he created a turnover that, or he allowed that turnover that resulted into that goal by Magno. He's going through it right now. 
He's just going out there playing the game that he loves. And he's going to get all the blame from yesterday. And he shouldn't. He flat out should not. You cannot control this. And you know what? I cannot wait till next year. Dude, Olivia buys next year. He's going to come out absolutely balling next season. I cannot wait. I flat out cannot wait. It's going to be freaking great. But it is what it is. It, it is the situation at hand. Um, we lost. And uh, NYCFC is on to the uh, MLS Cup. And uh, we have to watch from home. And, and it is what it is, guys. It just flat out is what it is. We'll see what happens in this offseason. I, I would expect the union um, to, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, who's going to stay, who's going to go, all the expiring contracts, what the union should be doing. But this is all I'm going to say for the offseason. I don't care what they do this offseason. As long as they get themselves a DP striker who's going to put away goals when you need to, especially someone who's going to be able to play with Daniel Gazdak. So we shall see. But the offseason commences for the Philadelphia Union. It sucks, but it is what it is. All right, let's start off with YouTube, guys. I'm going to get to some of your guys' comments and questions. Start with PJ. What's PJ, what's happening? Absolutely heartbreaking. I agree with my man. Absolutely heartbreaking. Was there been process it pro properly for a few hours? i there with you. Um, I, I honestly, after yesterday's loss, I felt I felt upset because we weren't going on, but I also felt really freaking proud. Remember, eleven players out. Those guys gave it their all for ninety minutes. Ninety minutes they gave it their all. They we didn't get the result that we wanted, but I feel nothing but proud of the Philadelphia. This is nothing like last year. Absolutely nothing like last. After we lost to the Revs, I was hurt. I I, I wanted to I, I wanted to run through a wall. Like I was just I, I was so upset. But this is a different feeling. I feel much better now than I did at the end of last season because I know the union gave it their all. And I can't be mad at the result. You can't be mad at that. Uh, Curtin should have put exactly. I agree, Kyle. I agree. So you gotta you have to put those subs out there earlier. You have to. I think we would have won with the full roster. I agree. We were we are the we were the better team, but it is what it is, guys. It is what it is. Porcini, what's up, Porcini? Uh I didn't watch. I don't watch soccer, but I see the scores of the Union game on Instagram. It sucks, man. It, it's it's rough, brother. And this Philly sports narrative continues. Nothing can go right here in the city, um, but it is what it is. Now we're on to the Eagles, a possible playoff berth. I guess I don't know how excited you guys are for that. Uh, Sixers. I don't think they're closer than we think they are. Obviously, the Flyers are a dumpster fire, which we'll talk about after this. And, of course, the Phillies are in a lockout with the rest of baseball. So there you go, guys. <laughs> I'm saying Carter. Aaronson, yep, I agree. Aaronson should have been out there quicker as well. Could have, Both of those could have provided a quick spark. You know, even if you would have subbed Fontana and Aaronson for Gazdak and Montero, as much many people don't want, wouldn't want that, it would have been a great spark that they could have used. NYCFC fans next to me were super annoying. I would have, I would imagine they are pretty annoying besides Christian Polanco, Alexis Guerrero, and uh, Tom Sweezy from the Aces uh, MLS. Oh, and NY, NYS Central. NYS Central is a fucking dope dude. I love that kid. Uh, we really got the most boring final we could have gotten. I don't know if you would you say boring. I mean, I guess because Portland's in it again. I guess you could, you would, I could see why you believe that, but it's a good one. NYCFC is a hot team. You know, they literally, it's funny because two months ago, NYCFC were going to miss the playoffs and then they found a way to kind of bounce back and, and now look. They're, they're, they have a chance to win an MLS Cup. Got to be the hot team. Got to take play. Watch the whole game. God, it's not on you, man. It's not on you. It is what it is. Uh, I really don't want either team to win the Cup. I want Portland to win. I absolutely want Portland to win. 
Blake is the second best goal in the tri-state area. That's that's completely false, Owen. Uh, Blake is the best goalie in the MLS. Best goalie in the MLS. Crewmate that would have gone all the way. You, you got to make it, though. You got to make it. I, like, I, I think we all enjoyed watching the Revs lose, man. It was it was good watching the Revs lose. None of us like them. Why didn't the MLS postpone the game? Caught them? That's the question. We will never know. They're going to stick to their laurels. It's the protocol. It's the rules to follow. You know? But, you know. Some people, some teams, they get other treatment than, than others do. There's nothing ever fair, man. We didn't have our three best players in the cup. It is what it is. Uh, just get this artist clone. We do not need Jazzy's artist. I appreciate that, AK Gaming. Much love to you, my man. Much love to you, brother. You've been, you supported all season long, man, and we love you for that, brother. We love you for that. All right, let's get to uh, Tiki Tack here, which I say, of course, has only soccer questions, only union questions we're going to be uh, answering here. So, um, if you guys want to talk hockey, we're going to talk about that uh, after this. We just talked about football, so I do apologize. Uh, God, I have baseball season. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It is what it is. That game would have been seven nothing if if uh, if we had a healthy roster. I, I mean, look, I obviously think we would have won, but I think NYCFC is still a good team. It would have been close. It still would pro- it probably would have been two one, but I think the Union would have won. Uh, but it, it just sucks, man. Worth nine eleven. Not a great time in Philly sports right now. Yes, yeah, really not. It's it's now it's dark. Now now you guys can say it's dark. Now, a week ago or two, no, you couldn't say it was dark. But now you could say it's it's been it's been dark. It's dark right now. Uh, what do we got here? Method five. So, bro, how do you how you stay strong through these heartbreaks? 76ers, Raptors, uh, watching the Braves win now. Method five, five, uh, five G. I really appreciate you asking that question. It is not easy whatsoever to stay strong. I think for me, always trying to have a positive outlook on life in general, not just sports, kind of helps me. Um, but I've also too like, I'm prone to it. I'm like numb to it. So I think I've cried over a, a Philly sports loss since Saints in 2013. After that, I mean, you kind of you kind of uh, used to it. And I think for me, you know, it sucks for like 24 hours. But then it's it's like Jalen and Devontae Smith say it's the 24 hour rule. 24 hours, you get upset about it, but then you move on. And right now, you know, we got the Eagles, we got the Sixers, right? Eagles with an opportunity to make the playoffs. I want them to make the playoffs. I think that's cool. I honestly think that making a playoffs for a young team like this is a great development tool for them. There, it, it goes to show that they are good. You know, they are a good team. You make the playoffs, you are a good team. And I think that helps their confidence out a lot. So I want to see them make the playoffs. I want to see the Sixers uh, make a move. I'm, the more I watch this team, I think it's a good team. I just don't think it's good enough to make the finals. And that's the goal, right? So, We'll see. We'll, we'll see. But obviously the Flyers, it's, it's rough, man. But I appreciate the love, Method. I appreciate the love, man. Um, loyalty. Exactly. That's it. Loyalty is pretty much it, man. Um, Who's Scott? User, who's Scott? Scott Finley? Played. I don't know who you're talking about. Scott. Name a player for an edit. Uh, I'll give you Daniel Gazdak. Daniel uh, Nick, uh, zero zero heartbreaking with many players out due to COVID. It sucks, man, but it is what it is, brother. It is what it is. They showed heart exactly, method. They showed heart, and that was key, man. Absolutely key. Uh, I see you guys. Listen, I know you guys want, want a player for edit. I just mentioned one. Listen, we got a show to follow here. I do apologize, but I'm um, answering questions now. What's more important, getting the shield or the the cup? One hundred percent the cup, because the cup is more respectful. You know, you you you're the champion of the of the league. Supporter Shield is just a trophy, right? Um, but I want the cup. That 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 brings the parade. I want the parade. Beast mode, what's happening, brother? What's happening? 
user gutted for the United. I appreciate the, that love, man. It sucks, dude, but it's life. It's Philly sports. We're used to this, my man. What's up, Jason? What's happening, brother? Uh, Daniel Gazdak, man. Daniel Gazdak. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, uh, v. Moyer, uh, we just talked to Eagles. I do apologize. We're talking Union right now. What's up, Jason? What's happening, man? Uh, thank you so much for that, the Hamburglar. Thank you so much, Beast Mo. What's happening? Um, uh, Jason, stay tuned. We're literally going to talk Flyers next. We're, we're literally going to talk about a, the AV situation next. Um, not your average cold. I said this to you earlier. Uh, please do respect my my schedule. Especially, I don't have time to have you guys on. I literally have to move quick. I right after right at five o'clock, I have to go to the gym and then I have to come back to watch the Flyers and the Sixers tonight. So I do not have time. I apologize. Uh, is Dupe by the River or still going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to still do every week, AK Gamer. Every week we'll be still doing Dupe, Dupe by the River. Um, if we don't, I will let you guys know. But for the most part, we in the all season we stay active. We st we still talk about soccer. I'll try to do some player interviews. Uh, I'll try, I'm gonna, my goal this all season is to get Jim Curtin on the podcast as well, which I'm sure we can get that happening. But yeah, the podcast goes to status quo, man. We'll, we'll, we're gonna still be working on that, guys. But. Um, guys, that's going to do it here today for the Union Talk. I appreciate you guys hopping on in. For all my Union fans, stay strong. Don't listen. This love that you guys are showing right now for the Union, do not let that to end. Keep it going, guys. Like we, this is a, this is only the beginning. We've made so much strides in these last three years. I've been covering this club. I'm so proud of it. I really am so proud of it. So let's keep it. Let's keep the ball rolling. Let's keep growing this club. Let's keep growing the love. The Union are going to get better this offseason. And next year, we're one of the favorites to win it all, man. It's bound to happen. MLS, you don't get these teams, at least these days, you don't get these teams that are so close and not win. They're going to win it. As long as Jay keeps investing the money and these, and these homegrowns keep becoming the players that they are, we're going to be just A-OK. So make sure you guys are following and subscribing for all your Union talks so we can stay up to date with all of that. We'll be back in a little bit for the Flyers talk, but without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for following and checking it out. I love you guys. I love all you Union fans. I love all you Philly sports fans. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Ed Barcetto Philly. I'm telling you guys to dupe on. Love you, Union. Love you, Union. <laughs>